everyone. I'm Susan. And I'm Ron. And this is our podcast about becoming one. And if you have ever wondered if the idea of male and female becoming one in marriage was some kind of cruel trick that God was playing on men and women, then this podcast is for you. Marriage was and is God's idea. And the longer we've been married, the more we have both become aware of just how sacred this union is. You know, it's beautiful and it's messy. That is for sure. And it does involve lots of fun, as you can see, along with equal amounts of forgiveness. But I have to say, I feel like it gets better and better every year. So listen, we're glad you're here and we're hoping to provide you with some tools and encouragement along the way in the journey of becoming one. Hey everybody, it's Ron and Susan and welcome and we are so excited to be uh, sharing with this podcast today. Hope everyone is doing well. Hey listen, we've got, just to jump in right, right off the bat, we've got a challenge that we are taking on ourselves and we wanted to invite you along for the journey. And the challenge is this, something we think that can transform your marriage. So Susan, what do you, what do you think? I think I'm up for the challenge. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. No, where where this kind of came from was um, maybe about a month ago, I I heard a spouse kind of voicing some frustrations that they were having with their spouse. And and it was something that's very common. Wasn't something, some crazy frustration. It was just like a... The normal stuff. Yeah, very common frustration that husbands and wives might have with each other. But later, as that crossed my mind and, and could feel very familiar, I just had the thought of like, wow, what if instead of focusing on the frustration, what if we flipped that switch and showed up in our marriages like those frustrations weren't there and we were married to the most incredible person that was not frustrating yes i can see why you're up for the challenge because obviously this is going to be easy for you <laughs> wow i knew that I was joke. coming <laughs> I no i mean that sounds so simple and like i don't know like not a big deal but i feel like it, it it's it's an easy hard you know it's, it's yeah. easy to say hey yeah. okay i'm gonna li- i'm gonna show up in my marriage this way but it is but it is hard but it can be an easy choice and an easy decision to say, instead of focusing on all the things that I feel like my spouse is not measuring up in these different areas, instead of looking for, and if you look for something, you're going to see it That's as we sure. know, you know, instead of showing up in that way, what if we show up every day we're waking up and thinking, thank you, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's looking at me as she says that, like. This, this is going to be tougher than she knows. Wow. Thank no, you, God, no, I, that I'm married to this guy. No, I am being very serious. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If we had the thought, thank you, God, that I am, I'm married to the man of my dreams. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to say woman, but yeah, yeah. There you go. No, it's true. No, and taking that on, and instead of me waiting for you to show up as the man of my dreams, I'm showing up as the woman of your dreams. and. And treating you and, you know, you know, all that that means, you know what I'm saying? When I'm saying showing up. So how would I show up if all those things that are frustrating me were not frustrating me? 
because we've been married a long time. Mm-hmm. And so we've been around this circle a few times. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we're on this podcast talking about these things because we're not, we're not on the podcast because we've done everything right and we are doing everything right. 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 But what we have done right is we have stayed on this journey of becoming one. And as we've mentioned, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, we can say 30 plus years into this journey, we love each other more today and have a better marriage that just keeps getting better because we stayed the path, you know, stayed committed to working and to growing together and becoming one, which is a process to become one. Okay. So that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this podcast. So one of the things that we have learned is when you focus on, it's just like this endless loop, you know what I'm saying? When you are showing up and responding to the frustration, you get stuck in the frustration cycle yeah. and it's like, it's hard to get out of that loop. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is a great challenge and I think it is transformative. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. When, no, when I we know. Apply this. I mean, I really just, am excited yeah. and because I do. Are we, are we starting right now? Right now. Go. Um, <laughs> No, actually, I've I've shared this with you and wouldn't plan on sharing this, but I think this kind of goes to, I mean, it's an important point to bring out in marriage in the last year. Actually, it's been more in the last couple of years. I remember having a conversation with you and saying, hey, I think that I've noticed that you you are responding to me in certain ways that I no longer act. Mm-hmm. That might sound weird. So to break that down, right. I feel like some that has to do with this challenge. I feel like in the last several years, I've started acting. I've started acting more in this way. And you go through mm-hmm. different seasons in life in general, but in, sure. in every relationship and and in your marriage, you know, as you have children. You go through different seasons as a young mom with a bunch of kids at home. Right. I'm as somebody that's not a great multitasker. You are a much better multitasker. There's always the joke about the woman's the multitasker. And that is definitely not the case in our thing in our marriage. I mean, you could be cooking dinner, taking care of kids. You could do it all where I'm like more like, okay, one thing at a time. Even though I did multiple things at a time, I definitely do my brain. It's harder to act at full capacity in that way. So to me, sometimes those overlapping roles were hard. You know, when right. I was like mom of five kids, it was kind of hard to be, to think and show up as, as wife that you need, that I, that I needed to, right. you know? And so I had to purposely do that. So anyway, through the years, I kind of learned and grew into understanding and, and um, growing in those roles in that way. So in the last several years, I feel like I have been more purposeful in showing up the way I want to show up in not only your life, but my kid's life or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Of just being really intentional of the mom I want to be, the wife I want to be, the Mimi I want to be to, Mm -hmm. you know, our grandchildren, all of those things, because life just keeps going and we can just keep living. And then it's like, you look back and like, okay, hang on. I wanted, this is really what I want to be. Yeah. And it's like, you can't go back. So I feel like I have, you know, tried to live more intentional. So in that, I feel like some of the ways that really are who I am that I just kind of dropped by the wayside through the years, I started acting like that more with you again. And what's funny, because um, actually in my mind, I thought, okay, when I started doing that, I thought you would be really excited because it's probably how I was more when we first started dating. And I was surprised that you didn't even notice. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would do th- little things. I mean, cause when we first started dating, I loved to hold hands, mm-hmm. but then throw in a couple kids and I'm like, dear <laughs> Lord, if I have another person touching me right now, you know, it's like, stop, need my space. You know, so st- that's what I mean. Stuff like that. And every, every marriage doesn't do that. There's still people right. that are like hanging all over each other. Right. I mean, yeah, that's just what my thing. So that wasn't, that was one thing. I mean, I started physically touching you more and like to where I thought you'd be like, Oh, Hey, she's touching me. And I was like, Wow, he's not even noticing, which showed me we get in these just this familiarity right. of in relationships. It's all you know. You know, you bringing that up. It, it's like you know, you you train someone to respond a certain way, mm-hmm. and then you change the way you respond. Right. You know, you you act to them. Yes. And you want a different response, but you've already trained them the other way for that yeah. response. No. And I, so, yeah. I, so that was very eye opening to me because yeah. I realized, wow, he's not even noticing. And it wasn't just and that. And I say uh, trains probably a bad word. I'm not like training well, no, yeah. a dog, but I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. You, the, you the repetition to... in the habits that we Yeah. Form. Year after year. And, and it wasn't just that. It was other little ways that sure. I was showing up to you differently that, and let me say, I'm not saying you're totally oblivious. It wasn't that you were totally oblivious because I did see positive things from that. I will mm-hmm. say that. And it was several different things. And so there were lots of positive results. It was just interesting to me that I didn't see like a big, like, oh. So anyway, I I remember then having a conversation with you and just saying, hey, okay, I don't remember now what it was. There was something in particular, though, where you were responding to me a certain way that was not in line with what I was showing up to you for. And it was confusing me. So I remember saying to you, Hey, I've noticed, I think you are responding to a way that I no longer am acting towards you. Right. And pointed that out. And we had a conversation about it. And, and I can see why, because when, for how many 20 something years I have had a certain attitude about something or a certain feeling and belief or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. It was an action to, you know what I'm saying? Response to you. I can't even remember what it was that. I can see, like you said, train. It's like almost like then after that many years, it's just an automated response yeah. where we're responding. If this happens, who's yes, going to do this? But I had yeah. changed what I was doing, and yeah. you were still responding to me the same way. And right. so I had to say, okay, hang on, I'm not. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intentionally, and it's changed. I'm not that person. I have grown in that area, and that's not me. So here's here's the, let's jump into the first thing. Yeah. That that we want to talk about because I think that. In this challenge, we want to give you we want to give you some ideas just to to jumpstart you. I mean, sure. this is your this is your challenge, though. So obviously, you you need to personalize it for your marriage because we're all on different journeys, we're all in different seasons. So here's three things that we're just going to throw out to you that can maybe jumpstart some ideas for you guys. So the first thing is stop playing the victim. When I think about what we've just talked about that started the whole idea of the challenge, I think that for spouses, male and female, I think humanity, let me just say that. I think, yeah. so forget even just in marriage, I think in relationships, like I said, it's so easiest for our net, it's almost like our natural inclination to go to the negative. That kind of goes in line with this of, it's so easy for all of us to play the victim in relationships. And it's, it's devastating for any relationship, but I don't know that, I think in marriage, it is a killer. Yeah. <laughs> marriage is when you get stuck in this victim mentality. Yeah. 
and and it's and it's the blame game mm-hmm. of well it's it's their fault our relationships this way it's their fault that I respond this way it's, you know you said this so I said this mm-hmm. and uh, I acted this way because you acted that way you know <laughs> you know honestly it goes back you know to Adam and Eve you know the sin in the garden and hey God it's the woman you gave me you yeah. know Adam right. started it for us so you know it's that whole. Uh, it is so natural for us to blame other people mm-hmm. for our issues. And the thing is, is we control everything. I mean, that's the challenge is that I'm going to control how I treat you based on me, not based on your response or what you're giving back mm-hmm. to me or what you're giving ahead of me, you know, of that response. I'm going to, I, the challenge is I'm going to treat you like you are the most perfect spouse that I, anyone could ever be married to. And I'm just living in la-la land because I happen to be married yeah. to so the perfect woman. The total focus is on your responsibility. Correct. The so exact opposite it's, of playing the victim. A direct opposite yeah. of it. And so instead of, wow, you woke up with a bad attitude and we started the day off, I'm like, man, what a great opportunity to love my wife today and start that process. I mean, and again, that's, that's got, it's gotta be a conscious thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, think about this, you know, I, I, I've shared this challenge before in, in our relationship with God of what if out every hour on the hour, mm-hmm. you just had a God conscious thought mm-hmm. of like, okay, God, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. And that's it. I'm not talking about you stop and pray for an hour. I'm right. talking about you just, that's it. That's the mm-hmm. thought like, Lord, God, I love you. And you just did that, you know, every waking hour, you know, mm-hmm. if you sleep eight hours, 16 hours a day. Even you, if you did it at three times a day, you know, noon. Yeah, three, I mean, like, if you just started yeah. that, it would mm-hmm. help. But I mean, if you just did it, oh, the hour's almost up. God, yeah. thank you. Well, same thing. Man, I am married to the best person. And I'm so thankful for that. And mm-hmm. I'm consciously putting that into my mind. My responses are going to be different. Mm-hmm. And and that 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 takes a little bit of effort, but it's it's really well, not he, difficult. No, yeah, I was going to say it does, I mean, but it doesn't. I mean, because yeah. I think when it, it's all perspective and it's all our, what our focus is on, because it can feel that way when you're frustrated. Yeah. But like we said, we tend to focus on the things. If you really sit down, most anybody, and I'm, I understand there's marriages that are in deep trouble and yes. need some major help. Yes. So I, I'm, but yet let me say, I don't think that's a big, great percentage of marriages. And I could be wrong on that. I didn't look up that. Well, but I mean, if you figure I'm half just saying the for marriages- the people I'm around, I mean, it's like, and in, in, in hearing the frustrations, it's not abusive marriages. It's nitpick stuff. It is. It is that we all can get hung up on. So really, yeah, we it just is, make bigger mountains yeah, out of the it tiny isn't that hard to where I, most people, you can sit down and get out a pen and paper. You can sit down and I am telling you, you can fill up that paper with the good qualities that your spouse had. Yeah. It might take you some time because you're so wrapped up in yeah. all the negatives that you see and, and whatever. But I mean, they're there. I mean, yeah. they're there. I did, it doesn't take me that long when I, it's like, right. Um, and, and that is, that is when to me, the great thing of this. Sh- and, and I don't know if it's just then the longer time with marriage or it just our journey. Not sure. But, that is the one thing that I think is so neat about growing and maybe it's, maybe it's a maturity thing 
that it that even if I can go there, I can snap back. You know, like yeah. where before in our earlier years of marriage, even before we had kids, you know what I'm saying? It's like you get your feelings hurt, and it's like, my Lord, this could drag on forever. <laughs> I mean, over over nothing. Yeah. You know, where it's like now, it's just like, I can see it for what it is. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I can right. see it for you're playing the victim or, you know, whatever. Right. And it's like, okay, do you really want to waste in, in victimhood an is hour? Out, yeah, and victimhood is typically out of insecurity. Mm-hmm. It, it, we victimize ourselves because we're insecure with who we are. Yeah. And, and the easiest way to overcome insecurity is take charge of, you know, and it's not an arrogant thing. It's a, and we'll get to that in a second, but, but it's a issue of, I'm going to be the positive influence. I'm yeah. going to, and I mean, I mean, can you imagine if you and I try to outdo one another in being great spouses? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's. That's a game. It is transformative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a game Absolutely. changer in the sense of, you know, I'm going to get you. I'm, so I'm going to get back at you. I'm going to get you. To surprise, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not allowed to surprise Susan, yeah. by the way. So, so I got to work <laughs> yeah. at that. So she, she hates surprises. So she might have to deal with some surprises, you know? Oh. So, so, you know, I mean, but it's, it's, it's. It's showing and, up as your best. I mean, as your best self and, has, that's it. and who God created in me. You but, said, but you know, we do this all the time. When we meet strangers, we do this all the time when we're trying to make an impression to get a job Mm -hmm. or, or to meet, uh, you know, if if you, if I were going to meet your mom and dad for the first time, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be the best person that I can be to show them I'm not a loser and I'm worth marrying their daughter, you know? So what if you always showed up Mm -hmm. like that? And, and again, it's not like. Oh, you know, I need to go out and spend a bunch of money to right. do this. I don't need right. to go out and buy gifts. I don't need to go out and, you know, take you to Paris, you know, on some crazy vacation. It's, you know, just treating you like you're the perfect person, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. and, and worthy because because you are, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the whole thing of just yeah. really believing that despite both of our flaws, you know, mm-hmm. as humans. Right. And, and that's the problem is that we get so, you know, if, if you thought about this in this way, if, if you were, and this is a weird thought, if you were going to have an affair, you would treat that person better than you treat your spouse and act in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's so crazy. Of like but, why but you see yeah that's what you, you see, see all the happen. time though Sorry. yeah yeah because they don't they're not having to wake up next to you every day and they're not having to put up with all the junk that y'all mm-hmm. have to do in life and so you take one another for granted mm-hmm. and so if you if you know I'm having an affair with my wife by the way you know I mean <laughs> that's the whole thing I mean it's just really treating one another like wow an opportunity well I think it's forced. I think it's the point of that you said originally of meeting somebody for the first time or the yeah, job interview. It it's because it's, you're showing up. Putting um, your best foot, yeah, best self forward. Yeah. And all that where the other is familiar. So you're like, Oh, I, I, I wake up every morning, to, you know, to this person and blah, 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 all that, you know, it's just the familiar that we're not showing the same excitement that you would, if it was, you know, your honeymoon or you've just right. met all, you know, all, all those kind of things. Well, and think about it, you know, I'm sure that people have tried this in the sense of like, 
in their own minds, like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And the second they do it, their spouse looks at them like, why are you acting like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. that's not how you normally act. You're like, cause I'm going to win this challenge. <laughs> no, but I mean, but in the sense of, but in the sense of then we stop yeah. because they make us feel stupid because they know we're not that great of a person to re- treat you that way. Does that make sense? No. Okay. So, so <laughs> I, I act great and you're looking at me like Ron never does that, you know? And so you make a comment about it, and then I feel like a big goofball because I did something out of the normal. Since when does it bother you to feel like a big goofball? <laughs> That's true. No, I'm sorry. I don't. You would be like, okay, I'm going to crank it up to notch it. Let's see if I can drive her crazy today. Not impress her. You know, but that, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. And, and, and so I, then I, I just stop. I'm like, well, okay, she doesn't yeah. appreciate it, so I'm going to stop. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, because so I did even, think about that at the very beginning. That's That's probably the main thing that you have to go into this challenge with, and you said this, of taking full responsibility. So yeah. it's like you've got to put the blinders on. This is about you showing up, the thing, and it's like putting the blinders on of, of not how, why you, you look like you're laughing. No, I'm um, You know, not looking at the responses of your spouse. I mean, Correct. you're going to get the responses that, yeah. and everything, and so I'm not saying they're great responses, don't right, but I'm saying right. you can't be, keep going off of that. That's not what this challenge is about. And if you go into it, you're going to be thrown off the first but day. <laughs> I, I think what we're talking about leads us into number two mm-hmm. of, of that second point And the second thing of, okay, to help us down this journey yeah. is. Is replacing pride with humility. Yeah. This is a big one. It is. It's huge. Replacing pride with humility. Because I think pride and our ego and all that is, let's just say, it, it, it causes major trouble. But pride comes from that insecurity yeah. aspect. And, yeah, and yeah they all kind of tie in together, yeah, but um, that's, that's huge. But, it, but, but, but our pride gets in the way mm-hmm. of us demonstrating our best self. And I think, again, it comes back to the insecurity of we know we're not our best self. Yeah, and, and we project yes. onto our spouse what we're feeling ourselves. And yeah. that's the thing that's tricky because you don't recognize that. Yeah. And I definitely saw that in my life when I was feeling bad about myself and feeling frustrated. That's when you felt the brunt of that the most. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you don't even, I didn't recognize I was doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you just, when you're, when you act a certain way, you don't even, I mean, now I do, I can see that that's what right. I'm doing. But at that time I didn't see that. Well, and you've done the same thing with me in the sense of like, okay, Ron, you're acting frustrated about these things what's what's going on mm-hmm. and you've had to stop me yeah because i'm because your initial responsibility nothing i'm fine yeah right yeah <laughs> like, i can no, handle everything yeah, not. <laughs> you know and and you know but i'm responding yeah. out of whatever that aggravation yeah. is and so in helping me do that you say hey what, what's up and i go okay well i'm feeling this mm-hmm. and you know okay blah, 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 blah. we'll get through but it, that. it does stop in recognizing that because yes. it's like and that helps. Yeah. Right. And that's like, okay, I'm feeling that. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's, that's part of swallowing your pride of getting your pride out of the way of like, okay, yeah, I'm aggravated and I'm taking it out on my spouse and it, it, she has nothing to do with any of this. Mm-hmm. It's something out, yeah. you know, exterior and it's something pressure wise or it's something whatever wise. And so I'm putting it on the person that I love the most and, and messing all that up. Yeah. And and then you know and if you respond back to that in that way then uh, snowball mm-hmm. here we go yeah you know instead you know you you'll you'll stop and say okay hey so why are you feeling that way and you know you know same thing vice versa of like you know when you're feeling that I'm like and you know my my 
you always get mad at me. I'm like, it's going to be okay. You know, I, that's my common thing, you know, I'm going to, and you're like, that's what you say about everything. <laughs> but you know, I mean, but, it, but I, want, I want details. <laughs> I want the details of why it's going to be okay. So, but, but you know, but that's, and, and so, yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to be dealing with life, but, but, but working to, okay, don't allow my insecurities, my fears, all my stuff to get in the way, which basically is our pride mm-hmm. that gets in the way of us responding the best way that we know how to respond. Well, to and I think along with that line of like that pride in the way, I think we have to remind ourselves we're on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes when you feel that friction and that fighting against each other, it is pride that's doing yeah. that. And it's like, no one wants to let down and feel like they're giving in kind of thing. It's like you, that reminder is, is huge of yeah. like, what are you fighting? You know, what are you fighting? You're on the same team. So really yeah. you're fighting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're fighting yourself and you're damaging yourself. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a great. Reminder. And I think what you're, what we're talking about and you know, you hear this in sports, you hear it in different things at the workplace, whatever, but it's building a culture within your home, mm-hmm. within your relationship of this is the culture we want. We mm-hmm. want the culture of I'm married to the best. And so I'm going to treat them that way. And I expect them to be the best. And whether they live up to it yet or not, it doesn't matter. I'm going to treat them like they're the best. And if they're not rising their level yet, then I got to turn it up even more, not blame them. Yeah. Like well, we talked about. And God is the ultimate example of that Correct. to us. I mean, I'm saying he loves us unconditionally and sees the best in he us. He says that to husbands, we... love your wife as Christ loved the church. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what example and, and serve one another, yes. you know, and that's what it's all about. So. It is. And it, yeah, it's that's, huge. Servanthood is really the foundation. That's it. How we should show up. <laughs> that's right. And, and, you know, I mean, both of us, you know what I'm saying? Correct, I, I think correct. that in marriage, especially in Christian marriages, I think that whole serving tends to be talked about more on the side of the female, but the verse, like you just said, I mean, it's Christ of the church. I mean, it's, it speaks to, it's bigger. It is. It, it really <laughs> is. It is bigger when you look at the scriptures yes. of what is it is demanded of the husband of showing up for the wife, but it is equally for both. I mean, when we show up to serve and not to be served and we show up in that posture, that is a game changer. of. Well, you know, I'm looking at the hat you have on. My wife has on a hat right now. It says Ezer on it. Azer. Azer. Which is the Hebrew word for what God called woman, what he called Eve when he created her. And, and Susan and I right now are sitting across from each other at the table, but that's how God designed us mm-hmm. is that she is my counterpart. And you know what, what Azer means talks about being a warrior that she, you know, the, a lot of scriptures interpret that she has a great teaching on this. A lot of scriptures interpret that as helper, you know, or help, you know, the old, the King James is help meet, you know, which. What's that mean? But, you know, basically, she's not my helper. She is my counterpart. She is my partner in this life. Mm-hmm. She is the person that has my six, you know, my, as a military term. She's got my back, but not from behind me. 
and looking out who's coming from behind me. She's standing face to face with me, side by side with me, making sure I'm not getting blindsided mm-hmm. because a woman's perspective and a woman, and we weren't planning on getting into this, but her yeah. perception is so much better than a man's and understanding what could destroy me. And so vice versa, mine is the you know, strength of protecting and providing and, and, and that, and that, and that you can take that to the nth degree of whatever. I'm excited when my wife provides for us. That's not the point. You know, that the point being is, is that we're a team. Yeah. And so I've got to treat you as my counterpoint. Why mm-hmm. would I, if I, if I had a clone of myself, which basically that's what you are, you know, flesh of my flesh, blown of my bone and, and vice versa, we are clones of each other but designed in a way that fits perfectly together that we serve one another to fulfill a purpose in Mm -hmm. the earth, you know, of what we're doing. Yeah. And so that's, that's, you know, so why would I treat my counterpart less than, you know, Yeah. uh, even though you see all my weaknesses and vice versa, our, our point is to treat it, Hey, they're perfect. Mm-hmm. And they are designed by God perfectly for me. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the becoming one part. Right. That's the hard part. So. Absolutely. Okay. Number three is get creative and have fun. Yeah. So in this challenge, I think I would love to throw out the challenge of to in this, to get creative and have fun in your marriage and maybe some different ways that you have it in a while or maybe ever of, you know, do something different, you know, surprise your spouse with something. Not, you said, I didn't like surprises, which I don't. So I'm not meaning necessarily a major surprise that if that that's not what they like that, but I'm saying do something different than maybe you've never done. And like you said, it does, it has nothing to do with, spending a certain amount of money right. or going somewhere, right. nothing to do with that. Because m- most people, <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm sure there's a few that are all about the stuff and the, the right. value, all that kind of thing. But 99.9% of people value somebody connecting intimately with them in a way, yeah. seeing them and the realness and the, in the sim- simplicity of time spent and all that is just, you can't, you can't right. even measure how much that means to somebody. Right. And so when I say get creative, I mean, have fun. So I'm saying that in a simple way of do something fun together. That's not, I mean, I know for us, I mean, I love coffee shops and going to play. I mean, I love that. That's a thing for me. I like a, you know, a coffee shop. Maybe I've never gone to driving across town, whatever. That's like a thing for me. I love to do that. And I don't always want you to go with me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, right. it is my thing and I like to go work and spend time right. and do whatever. But when you do go, when we're like, hey, you want to go? Or you say, hey, you want me to go with you? It's like, that is such a treat. Right. Such because a treat. for one, I'm a hermit and I don't want to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and that's nothing. And so it's an effort on my part. And so, but that's, that's And it's like, yeah. Challenge. Or even, I mean, just be riding with you somewhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like simple little things where you're choosing to connect in a way. And, Showing up for each other. Okay. So here's one thing I want to mention in the create part, because this has been a long time ago, but I think I've done it a couple of times where I specifically asked you something that I can remember years ago. Um, and it was something I had thought about, spent some time thinking about. And, um, it actually was kind of, I remember being kind of nervous to, because I mean, I wanted to have this conversation, but I'd really felt challenged in my, my heart of like, I want to have a conversation with you and ask you 
how can I be a better wife to you? And so I remember, you know, thinking like all my little points and all the stuff I was going to say. And I remember having that conversation and I remember being so surprised because I went into that conversation thinking I knew what you were going to say back to me. Mm-hmm. So, so, so here I had built up this whole conversation. And when I asked you that and you answered me, it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I remember being so confused of like, hang on. but I realized that what I was thinking you were going to say, what I had brought to you, to that conversation in my head and heart of what I thought your response was going to be were the pain points for me. Yeah. You know, it was the things that I felt like I was falling short in that you so clearly saw that that's what you were going to say. So right. I think that when I say I was nervous, that's probably what it was because I was like, he's going to bring up those things. Yeah. That, I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm opening up this door and like, what is this going to say? And he's going to say back to me where I feel like I'm falling short in. And yeah. you didn't, you said something totally different that I was like, huh? So that, that told, that taught me some stuff because I feel like, and I think you would agree, I'm a pretty perceptive person, yeah. self-aware. I feel like I know you very well. So for me to be totally blindsided in that sense of what I thought you were going to say, confirm to me that we all view life through our personal lens, you yeah. know, and it's like every conversation, every experience is coming through our lens. And it's like, we have to remember that in dealing with people. Yeah. So I'm bringing that up to say, when I say get, get creative, and even in this whole conversation, even in this whole challenge, get creative and have fun. You need to have a conversation and ask your spouse because what you might be thinking right. is fun for them or that they desire. It could be totally different. It's something, even though you think, cause like I said, I feel like I know or, you very or well. It's something that maybe you've even done in the past or whatever, and you've dropped it off and you're realizing they haven't liked it. Yeah. So you might want to have that conversation right. that you're just causing more pain of like, you know, yeah. You know, I, it's funny. You know, early on in our, I'll give this a little tiny example. Early on in our marriage, you know, you, you said to me, oh, I'm not about the flowers and da 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 So I just like, okay, fine. I won't get you flowers anymore. You know, and then later on, and, and it wasn't about that. It didn't have anything to do with the, the flower stuff. And so I can remember, you know, even just recently, I guess in the last few months or whatever, I brought some flowers home for you. And you even talked about this after the fact of like, having to fight through responding a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, because right, you were appreciative of it and you did like the prettiness of it or whatever it was, but your response was so geared to past, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And some of it was out of Mm -hmm. upbringing, whatever, you know, or just frivolousness of whatever, you know, whatever it is, we all have those things. And sometimes you know, all of our, those triggered responses. Mm-hmm. And, and so it is part of, okay, so what? Yeah. I, re- I do remember talking about that because I recognized later of what I, what message I was sending to you of how I responded, yeah. <laughs> which had nothing, which was so wrong because it's like, here you are going out of your way to do something, to show you're thinking of me and to bring me joy. Right. And yet, my response to you would not in any way think you did that for me, you know, or and, appreciative of it. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and it wasn't and, and that we, you were anti the, that 
Yeah. yeah, or didn't enjoy it. It's, you know, so I'm saying, so it is important for us to have, like you're saying, in this creative part of it, we need to have the sit downs mm-hmm. of like, okay, so, you know, yeah, how, how can I be better in this yeah, and, it's, and not it, be better? Just, well, it's hey, not be what, better. It's just, you it, got to communicate and not take things personally to grow together and move ahead. And well, it's like, and just, you be- but you know, you typically, I think one of the, what, what the, the love language thing mm-hmm. of like, Typically, you give people yes. what is your own love language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll so my, my wife, Susan will, you know, she is a note writing, card giving person. And so, you know, she will, she'll leave me a little card on my pillow or something like that. And, you know, just tell me she loves me or something. And then she'll see that I've set it on the nightstand and you know, three months later, it's still sitting there on the nightstand and she, she will be, you know, you'll be upset about that of like offended. And I'm like, no, it meant all the world to me. I just don't, you know, you'll go put it it in the lockbox. Yeah. You will go put it somewhere and we'll pull that note out 35 years from now and go, remember that, you know, and I'll go, yeah, that's cool. I just don't, you know, mm-hmm. I could throw it away and just remember that you loved me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's, she's cringing in pain right now. Like, you know, but but that's your love language. Your yeah. love language right. is cards right. and thoughtfulness in that way. And so we all have different love languages, but we tend to do mm-hmm. for the other out of our own love language. Right. And so it's hard for us to do out of their of the other person's love language. And that's mm-hmm. probably the biggest challenge. Yeah. That's the creative part. Right. You got to be creative of like, What's natural to you is probably not the love language of your partner. Right. Yeah. You know, so right. Mine is right. I do want to surprise you with stuff. And then I go, oh God, this is going to be a living hell when I do <laughs> this. Because she hates it. Because she hates it. So I'm like, hey, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, just pack a bag. We're going, you know, a two hour trip away for an overnight. What? What? Where are we staying? What are we doing? Oh my God. And then, the, you know, it turns into a big fight or whatever. You know, and the same thing. I mean, you know, and I'm saying that. And yet all we're trying to do is love one another and so but I'm doing that out of I like that, you know, mm-hmm. right? I wanna let's jump in the car and go, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, you know, that's me though. And so it, it it's so so in this creative aspect, we've got to know so we're gonna have to have those conversations like you're saying, and like, okay, what is that? Okay, so here's the challenge that we are inviting you to join us in challenge is to show up in your marriage and for your spouse with the same excitement and passion and love that you would if you were unable to see or focus on any flaws or shortcomings. So we are really excited about this challenge and we believe it can be transforming for our marriages. We bless you and we look forward to talking with you soon.